0: groups and It's so wonderful.
1: Yes. and The audiences have been amazing. So, I mean, it's, it's been delightful. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm on record, but you are literally like country music's hardest working, <laughs> most well-travelled. Thank Your you. Your passport must be full of My all passport the stamps. My passport's quite full.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My passport is filling up rather quickly. I think I might need to get a new passport before it expires. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't have much, many pages left in it, but um, I just, I love. Doing what I do, you know, I love traveling and, and playing music, and and am so grateful and fortunate that I can travel the world and do so. And the fact that you know I've been able to come back to the UK semi-regularly yes. has just been wonderful because yeah. these are my favorite fans They're all <laughs> over the world. They are just truly unique and wonderful, and and so sweet, and so um, as much as I can come back, as much as they'll let me. Yes. I'll come. Oh, well, what do you think it is about?
1: The UK that have, has taken to you so easily.
0: I think that people just have a different appreciation for music here and songwriters and um, musicianship. You yeah. Know, they they want to listen to the songs. They want to listen to my guitar solos and and that's just unique. You know, it's it's different than a lot of the audiences we, yeah. we play for every day.
1: Yes. And, and what was it like out in Japan?
0: Japan was incredible. It was my first time playing shows there, right. so I had no idea what to expect in terms of the language barrier. Uh-huh. And you know, I'd been to Tokyo once before, but um, it is just such an incredible city. Like yeah, it, yeah. the culture is truly captivating. Like it takes you in. And, and even though a lot of people can't speak English there, they're so friendly. Like yes. they all want to help you. And and you know, I was I was shopping, and had like all of these things in the grocery store in my arms and. And somebody walks up to me with a basket, and I'm like, "Wow, that is so nice of you!" And so, I, I loved going to Tokyo. I loved, I loved being able to bring them country music because they don't get a lot of no, it. No, no, no. It's just so expensive to go over to Japan, sure. and, and not a lot of um, country artists go over there. They're starting to more and more, okay. but it kind of was cool to be able to feel like we were planting seeds, you yes. know, in, in yeah, a lot yeah. of respects for the first time, and hopefully starting a trend more over there and I definitely want to go back
1: I mean they like the guitars out there I mean, people like Orianthe and stuff are yes, very popular totally yeah
0: and Avril Lavigne was huge right, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift was okay. big in Japan and so they do love um, they do love guitars especially females who play yes. instruments I guess and so so yeah I, I'm sure Japan will definitely stay on my, <laughs> my travel list
1: <laughs> and so you were, was it first over here in 2013 with the band Perry yes that
0: six must years seem ago. like
1: a long it
0: gone, feels it? like forever ago, and I feel like, you know, I feel like we played this room
1: or. Yeah, I, no, I think I saw the band Perry here, okay. or either at the institute where you were with Christian. I'm not but
0: sure. I, just, I, I can't think remember. they might have been here. I, yeah, think, yeah. We, I think we weren't here. Yeah. Gosh, it was so long ago. But it's it's kind of crazy. It feels like the world has definitely gone full circle. Um, yeah, well, for them you know. as well. I, I, for them as well, for sure. I know it's like it's like we're almost two different completely yeah, people yeah. from six years ago. But I will never forget that first tour. That was my first worldwide tour. Yeah, they were so kind to let me, you know, travel on their bus with them, and so it was a, it was a really fond memory.
1: And you've done some awesome. Like you're becoming country music's go-to collaborator as well, aren't
0: you?
1: <laughs> like with the Keith Urban. And I want Thank to talk you. about Brantley's. yeah. Because you've just been nominated for the CMT. Yes. So you're found ringing out. him on the phone on I social know. media. We
0: found out yesterday. Uh, it was so exciting. Um, you know, Brantley is is such a sweetheart. I always say I'm ruining his sort of rocker. No,
1: you see, I would have never have put you two together. I know. If you'd have said to me, pick right? two of the most random people. Right and the song is so good it's it's easily a top three song of the year
0: thank you so much I mean Brantley was finishing his record and it was the last song that made it onto the album and when he submitted it to his record label they were all like this sounds like a a duet it would be a perfect duet and so him and the head of his label Scott Borchetta were talking about what would be the best you know or who would be the best duet partner who's
1: going to humanise him yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) essentially I mean mean, that is a make him
1: palatable to a commercial audience maybe
0: (laughs) that is so funny um, you know and Scott was the one who brought up my name right. and he was like you know I wonder if Lindsay would do it and Brantley's like man I hope she would and he was so scared to call and ask me because I we'll thought I would say no yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like Brantley stop being so crazy <laughs> and so when Scott called I was like I would be honored you know it took me 30 seconds to listen to the song to be like this yeah, is yeah. such a relatable song like everybody even if they haven't grown up in a sure. small town they know what that feels like to constantly be surrounded by the yeah, same yeah. memories and being sort of in a, in a repetitive loop of, of not being able to get away from them and so I was like I would be honoured to be a part of this and it has just been so much fun you know Brantley and I were friends beforehand but I, I like I was going to ask
1: that Did, it wasn't intimidating going into the session you, you knew him no if anything you know,
0: I just wanted to make you know him proud of the song and I wanted to live up to his amazing performance on it and you know I got Got to work with one of my producers that I've looked up to for a long time, Mr. Dan Hoffman. Yeah, so oh. sure. Being able to go into wow, the studio yes. with him and do guitars with him was like such a cool moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I wasn't more intimidated as I knew like I had <laughs> big shoes to fill and I needed to like perform. And um, and it was funny because the day after we um, finished recording, I went into the studio just to do a couple fixes the next day, and and Dan was like, you know, Lindsay. For a jaded guitar player, you made me feel really inspired by <laughs> oh, your solo, okay. and I was like, that must "Wow, be
1: high praise indeed." Coming
0: from Dan yeah, Hull, yeah, that yeah. is—that's a huge thing to me.
1: I was a fan of his band Giant back. Yes,
0: in the 80s. of course. I yeah. always say, you know, Dan Hart from the band Giant, but, um, and most people are like, "Ah, uh-huh.
1: no, no, I was—I'm like a long-haired extra from the '80s. I love it. I was a huge Giant fan."
0: He's such an incredible guitar player, and of course, you know, being in bands like Giant, like yeah. you just his range from what he can do, from what he can play and produce, is just so wide.
1: I listened to his Bobby Cast. Oh, nice! And um, he's got like no memory of some of the stuff he's done. He's like been in airports with his brother going, "That's a great riff," and his brother's totally. going, "You did
0: that." It's crazy, right? I know. It's it's insane. Like even talking to um, Randy Bachman, one of my first producers yes, way back right. when. There's so many gaps of like the '60s and '70s that Randy says he just doesn't really? remember, and it's like it's just a different time back then, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah. We just lived a life. I guess people lived a life differently.
1: Sure. It must have been in, in, in almost intimidating for Brantley because he's never done a duet before, and so yeah. like some of his hardcore fans yeah. might be going, "What's this?"
0: I think it really was, and especially to record sort of a, a softer song. Yes. You know, from yeah, his yeah. past, when you look at some of his past records. Um, But I I love it when artists like Brantley record songs like this, because I think it completely shows the spectrum of what he can do and what he can pull off. And, you know, to the fan base, you're right. A few people will be like, hmm, this is different than everything you've ever done. But I would say 80% of his fan base is going to be like, wow, that's really cool. And it almost gives you, I don't know, as as an artist myself, it gives you sort of a journey in a set list when you're creating, you know, this... This thing that you want to take an audience through It gives you that up and down You know the laugh and cry and dance Moments that I want to bring to the audience It allows you to do that with songs like this Can you play it in your
1: set or is it Brantley's song?
0: So I have But it's it's both of our songs But I find it so hard to do it without Brantley or at least without Like a a lead male singer So I do do it from time to time And you know definitely I guess if if the song knocked on A million pieces of wood Um, is a huge it goes, success, then it'll it'll probably have to be a staple of my set, <laughs> uh, which I will love that problem to have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so my, my worry as a fan of yours, mm-hmm. and I love the project and we talked about it, and Thank we'll, we'll get to that again in a minute. My worry as a fan of yours is that I don't want the industry to, it's almost like the Orianti syndrome, that they yes. see you as a brilliant collaborator, yes. but don't trust you as an artist in your own right. Yes. That's not going to happen, is it
0: you know, it's been one of my fears ever since I moved to Nashville. And even just as a collaborator or just as a guitar player. Like, I didn't want people just to see me as, oh, she, she's a good guitar player. It's like, I love playing guitar, and it's a huge part of what I, what yes. I do. But when you look at artists like John Mayer uh-huh. or like Keith Urban, yeah. they're great guitar players, but it is not the only thing they do. Sure. You know, they're great songwriters. They're wonderful performers. They're, they're you know, it, the guitar is just a part of the whole piece of the puzzle. Yeah, And so... Um, so I'm such a huge fan of collaborations because I think again it can widen that spectrum and it can it can invite your audience into even other artists that they maybe have never yeah, listened yeah. to and it's my favorite thing when collaborations get put together of artists completely random like yes. when, even when the Grammys have moments of where sure. they put these artists that are like completely different completely genres <clears throat> different genres and they put them together yes. and it's just creates this magical moment that you would have never seen anywhere and I love else
1: that. I talked to Cam about that yes. just after the Grammys Completely. and because she was part of the diversity yes. thing and she was just like we just went all these random suggestions and they took us up on it it's
0: amazing like it's it's just that's what music is about music yeah. is the universal language to be able to bring us all together and so I will always be a fan of collaborations for that T- purpose Dixie
1: Chicks and Beyonce 100% Look, I loved it perfect know, example you know. Chris
0: Stapleton Justin Timberlake yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they create Chris these moments Chris and Pink they've got a song yes, out at the moment absolutely and so I think collaborations are wonderful and anytime people are like well, how many collaborations or too many collaborations, I don't think you can have too many collaborations, especially since I'm working on album number yes. two as we speak. And, and especially since you got coming. the
1: ACM nomination for Best Female 100%. Vocalist. 100%. Which must have been very satisfying as a guitar player.
0: Very, very, very satisfying. Um, you know, award nominations are wonderful things. They're not everything, but they're wonderful things It's just sort of pats on the back that like, oh, you're headed in the right direction, maybe. Yes. Um, you know, working on this next record has been such a, a, a task for me. A lot has happened in the past year in my personal yeah, yeah, life yeah. and in my career and um and I feel like a lot of that is, is gonna end up on this next record. I've been writing a lot cool. about it and um and so I, I, I wanna be able to bring fans into that journey with me. So um so yeah, collaborations are beautiful ways, even to bridge the gap sometimes between projects. I think yeah. it's a beautiful way to just Consistently be able to release music out for yeah, fans. Yeah, and it
1: keeps your name recognition, keeps the yeah, brand recognition high, I suppose. One hundred
0: percent. But, um, but I, I never think they. I've, I've never been worried that you know collaborations will, will pull away from my, right, my artist sense. Well, my I think mind at rest, higher, higher ships or higher tides I mean higher ships. Whatever yeah. the saying is. Yeah, I know what
1: you mean. We're all yeah. heading in the right direction. It's win <laughs> So speaking of projects, mm. it's been out for a while now. Yes. So you've had a, you know, you're moving into a new phase. I am. Talk to me about your reflections on the project phase and what it did for you and, and that sort of thing. It it must did it must have exceeded your expectations.
0: It did. I I learned so much from the beginning of recording the project to the end um, of when we finally released it. Like I just learned so much about myself. Um, working with Christian Bush, who's yep. brilliant and like a mad scientist in the studio, was. Um, such a life-changing thing for me because in a lot of ways Christian helped me become a little bit uh, fearless in the studio of of which to just try anything and we can always delete it we can always mute something but just try it if you don't try it here where else are you going to try it? And having just that perspective of anything's possible opens up, you know, as a creator and as a songwriter opens up a million possibilities that when you're creating a record, you want to make like the coolest 12 songs or 14 songs or 10 songs or however many songs end up on your record that you can. And having somebody like that be able to cheer you on was was huge for me, especially for my debut album, because it was sort of like all right, I've been playing shows ever since I was a little girl. I mean, I've been on the stage since I was 10 years old. It's everything who I am. But to be able to officially release my first record on a record label and release it to the world, like, it was like, all right, this is a statement that's going to last forever. And people are going to be able to scroll back and find it. So I better be clear with what I'm saying. And I think you know, I, looking back on it, I'm super proud. I've learned things that I won't, wouldn't do the second time. Okay. And I've definitely learned things that I, I am going to do again the right. second time. So, you know, I think that's, that's just with anything yeah, looking yeah. back and, and everything in, in 2020 you
1: wrote with a diverse set of writers but Mm -hmm. the album feels very complete thank you so that testament to you and christian for like walker hayes is different to adam hambrick is different different. you know and yet the songs all gel together
0: thank you it's it's a really hard process picking songs for an album, which is what I'm currently going through right yes. now. And even just writing, because I write so much for each record. I mean, for this next record, I'm probably choosing between two, three, four hundred songs that I've written, and then listening to probably double or triple that yeah. of outside songs.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we'll end up with ten or twelve songs miraculously at the end <laughs> of the process, and and see what happens. But um, do you feel the pressure,
1: listen? With yeah. so many songs, and also the pressure because Project was so successful.
0: I more feel the pressure of the latter. Um, you know, the pressure of so many songs. It's more like the, the cream will rise to the top, sure. as they say, and. And I, I have a really amazing team and I trust a few of them really closely to sit down and listen through songs with me and and so that part of the process is always like, All right, we'll we'll figure out the right batch of songs or at least enough of the songs to be able to tell the story yes. at this point. And then, you know, if a song doesn't make it this round, maybe it'll make it on the next record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely do feel the pressure of making the second album important and mm-hmm. as successful as the project was. The project did so much for me that I wasn't expecting and seeing everything that I have juiced out of one yeah. album yeah, has yeah. been kind of crazy, you know, with with not having... Um, Crazy amounts of radio success. No. We had a little bit, but we didn't have crazy amounts.
1: I think your tour, your touring, and your live shows have got word of mouth. Thank That's you, the Kit Moore effect, that. isn't it? It's that just put yourself out in front of people. That means a
0: lot to hear you say that because I've always looked up for Kit to Kit for. The way he built his business because of his live show, and yes. I and I feel so passionately about my live show that it's a huge important part. So that that means well, a lot to me. But
1: no, I can see similarities Thank because you. you put yourself out in front of so many people, and yeah. you you leave everything on the stage at the same time as well.
0: You know, music is supposed to. It, it can be consumed so many ways right now, and um, especially with streaming and and digital and and. You know, everything, our attention spans are so all over the place, which which is great because yeah, yeah. you can really experience a lot of different kinds of music. But when you go to a live show, I think live shows have become that much more important because yes. they need to be that much more memorable. There's, there's so much available that when you go to a live show, you are handpicking that night of your life yeah. to go see live music, and you're not going to be able to go see everybody that you listen no, to.
1: No, certainly not in the States. I imagine we're just... Artists yeah, roll through on a weekly basis. Every
0: night of the week, and you could literally go to a show every night mm. if you wanted to. And most of us don't have the capabilities of doing that. So when, when a fan comes to a show, I take that very seriously, mm. you know, and I want them to leave that building feeling like they they removed yeah, and they enjoyed it and hopefully don't want to come see it again.
1: <laughs> so have you got like a rough ETA on your mind on album number two? What, what do you see happening this year? Yeah,
0: well, we're kind of letting the Brantley song do its thing yeah. and give all gas and fuel that fire. Um, and then I'll have um, some new songs out probably in the fall yeah. with the official album release early in the new year. Probably.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, the way the American charts work, Small Town could still be in the charts in October, I know, we? I
0: know. <laughs> I know, it's crazy <laughs> In it's fact, so I, I crazy. talked
1: to Chris on the phone last week yeah. And he was saying that it stopped him releasing any more singles Really? From losing sleep Because the two, that one was on 40 weeks and one was on 30 odd weeks I And he just it. went, I couldn't release anymore
0: It's so weird, as an artist we need to be able to play different games You know, there's the radio game And then there's there's releasing music for fans game And they run at completely different paces yes. So it is very weird to be able to juggle both those things But, um But I think, you know, this whole digital era that we're moving through is almost good for it. You know, it allows an artist to release extra content on their own schedule. And Mm. then, you know, radio and charts and, and those kind of things can still live on and live their lives. And, you know, we can create other ways to release content to still keep fans engaged.
1: And a cheeky question, but are you going to let Bobby hear some of the songs up front?
0: Yeah, Bobby and I are so close. I know you are. I look up to him a lot, and I will respect him and love him for the rest of my life. I
1: have heard on his show, because I listen to his podcast every day, that you'd you'd said that some of the songs were about that era of your personal life, and he was like, don't want to hear it, don't want to
0: hear it. I mean, when we (laughs) broke up, he talked about our breakup a little bit on air, and... I, you know, I don't have a radio show every day, so <laughs> my albums are the only way I talk yeah, yeah. about my life and as a songwriter, I write about what's going on in my life and so I think fans would be, they would feel kind of left out of the whole puzzle if I didn't write about it. Mm. You know, th- that is a huge part of my yeah, life yeah. that I've gone through in the past year and a half and so... And that was, that was
1: outrageous the way that radio, <laughs> the radio stations were yeah. treating you, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it, it still is like kind of a, a soft spot in my heart when I... Think about that and, and look back to it, and so it's uh, it's it's been an interesting up and down journey. Yeah, well,
1: fuel for the three chords and the trains.
0: But absolutely, fuel for that, fuel for album number two, and the sophomore record is definitely going to have uh, a bit of it.
1: Health scares, yeah. vlogging from your hospital bed.
0: I mean, what
1: was that all about? Like, just get well or treat yourself kindly. But, I know.
0: No. I mean, I just feel like if I am inviting fans into my world, into my life, then. I want to invite them in, and and I had this random health scare, I'm, I'm kind of a huge health nut, I love working yep. out, I love eating healthy, and this thing came out of nowhere, and yeah. it kind of, it was a big wake-up call to me, and to be like, you know, so, like, when I was telling a few of my friends about it, a few of my friends hadn't been to the doctor in 10 years, right. and yes. I was like, you guys have to go to the doctor, like, you never know when something could be mm-hmm. wrong, like, I felt totally fine, and... I could have had cancer if I let it mm-hmm. continue the rate it was grow- growing inside my body and so um so I just wanted to post something so that I could just kind of let out my little PSA to be like look it's a it's an hour out of yeah. your life every year to so just go get a checkup by a doctor but it is so important and I just felt so driven to post about that that I was like screw this I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to I'm just going to share my story I'm going to bring fans in that's been my whole premise on social media yeah. and you know my Instagram story every day it's, it's either all or nothing to me it's either like don't do it and just live your life privately or if I'm going to let them in then I'm letting them in all the way
1: and that's brave and I admire you for doing that because Thank it you. takes you know it takes you give over of yourself but yeah, hence you the fans are building ne- not necessarily needing radio success yeah
0: I want them to thing. get to know me yeah. you know and you don't always get that all the way with just
1: no. And and so finally, I'm wrapping up because you're I've, fine, you're, well, I don't want you're to keep you. So fine. Too I've got tons of questions here. Yes, yeah, exactly You've, got, you've built about? up this tremendous friendship with Cassidy and Marin and yeah. Raylin, and you're starting to appear in each other's videos and stuff. Yeah. How did that evolve? How did that? Was that like a solidarity? Let's all band together, or is it just we're all in Nashville? Nashville, let's go get drunk.
0: You know, the cool thing about the girl community in Nashville is we're also supportive of one another. You know, a lot of times when you look at female artists, it's like cat fights and it's. Really competitive and unhealthy, and you know, yeah, we're all sort of fighting the same battles, but in this, in the same sense, we're fighting the same battles, and it's really cool to have a group of friends who can understand exactly what you're going through. Yes, like they've been on radio too, sure, yeah, they've yeah. had singles added and had singles dropped, they've had you know, massive successes and massive you know, downfalls, and it's amazing to be able to have a group of girls that I can lean on, they can lean on me, and you know, Cassidy lives like a few minutes away from my, oh, okay. my house in Nashville. So yeah, yeah. we became super, super close. And then it just happened so naturally. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ray and Marin, they're just such real girls. And I look up to them for their music. I look up to them for their drive. Yes. You know, watching Marin explode over these past couple yeah, of years has been so inspiring to me. She's such a badass. And she's such a, you know, unstoppable force. It's just amazing to watch, you know... All of her girl power sure. just take over, and I'm just like, yes, it's so cool. Like, go get it, girl <laughs> I'm, I'm. It just it fires me up.
1: And Cassidy's in the UK right now. Are your pets across it? Up?
0: I know. We were so sad because we were trying. I'm like, what are the chances she landed yesterday? And I'm like, because of our our schedules are just different. We're like hours apart. And I'm like, I will be waving <laughs> yes. across the country to you. I cannot believe we are in the same country. And actually, Maren and Ray get here in like. Up oh, 10 days or something, and so yeah, it's like sure. we yeah. literally all just yeah. miss each
1: other. Kip is here on one day, and Maren's in Birmingham on the next. Oh my gosh! Like, like everybody. Last,
0: is, I know. It's great I times love it. in England That's for country music. If you'd have
1: shown me this 10 years ago, I'd have gone, really? it's never
0: going to happen. No, no, no. That is very cool.
1: Yeah, and so um, do you get tired of answering questions about females on radio and women in country music? Or Because I think I'm seeing seeds of improvement. I don't know I'm how like you seeds, feel. I'm
0: feeds of improvement too. And I think that everything's moving in the right direction. You know, I do get asked about it a lot. Yeah, I, feel right, like I mean, it's a lazy discussion. question
1: in many respects. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with that. I think that the question should more be about the quality of the music. You know, at the end of the day, I think that things are moving in the right direction. But opportunity arises when music is great. Yeah. And so... I would love for the conversation to move more in the direction of look at all of these incredible artists recording incredible songs and happen to be that more females are yes. in that list I, because well, the bar has been raised.
1: Maddie and Tay, Runaway June, yes. you know, yourself, Cassidy Ray, Lynn, all the good music is being made by women and a lot of the music Thank being you. made by blokes in their 20s <laughs> all sounds the same to me thank you <laughs> so it, I do think it's not changing just because people are going we must have right a woman it's changing because you're pushing the boundaries
0: amen yes I believe that too I, I don't believe that that really that the people in power are trying to decide how many men and how many women should no. be in the list it really should be in the quality of music and what music is reacting to fans and what do fans want to hear more of and I genuinely think that fans want to hear more females because just the music is so cool mm
1: and female guitarists as well
0: (laughs) (laughs) amen to that I will take it all day
1: (laughs) so good luck for the show I'm going to be um videoing oh, for Lyric so and stuff happy. so yeah, I, I'm amazing. so pleased because last time I saw you I think was you're rolling around the floor of the Indigo yes. at C2C last yes. I oh no it was the Christian Bush shows which right, I right, thought right, were right. lovely
0: which were amazing but, but different I, I took
1: my family to the C2C I've got two oh, teenagers awesome. and my 16 year old daughter wanted to come tonight but she's in the middle of her exams it's exam period gotcha. but the, her last memory of you is rolling around the floor of the Indigo with the guitar that is amazing
0: <laughs> I love that that's her last memory and Please wish for good luck on our oh, exam.
1: But, and good luck in the show tonight and the rest thank of the you tour. So much. And look, get some new music out as soon as you can. I will send when it Once to Small you Town like is at like number one, obviously. Yes,
0: yeah. When Small Town yeah. is number one, <laughs> we'll get that new music right out there.
1: <laughs> but, and thank you for your time, because it's oh a real my gosh. pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for coming to the venue and making
1: it. Speaking. No, no, I, you know. Thank you for being on time. <laughs> uh, listen, it I, makes everything go around for us. I, I do take after Bobby like that. You're so. Sweet. Um, if I'm gonna go somewhere, I go somewhere and get there. I actually did. I've been out there since half past three. I just stood there for fifteen minutes. Oh, man, I no, no, it's. Uh,
0: yeah. um,